0: Dr. Gwen Show, where you come to be inspired, educated, and empowered to live a passionate and effective life on purpose. The number one podcast show for inspiring women. This is the podcast where we support you in living your best life ever, even while raising happy, healthy kids. Tired of feeling stuck in a rut with nowhere to turn for resources and advice? We can help. Achieve your best life ever by listening to our podcast show. Introducing the woman who believes it's possible to be totally fulfilled in all circumstances of life, the host of the Dr. Gwen Show, the Dr. Gwen. Welcome everyone to the Dr. Gwen Show. Today we have as our guest, Mary Ellen Ross. And Mary Ellen is an online learning consultant who lives in Aspen, Colorado. Mary, welcome to the Dr. Gwen Show. Hi, Dr. Gwen. I'm happy to be here. We are really happy to have you. So now, Mary, I know that you studied classical piano in college, and you are now an online learning consultant. Can you share with our audience the journey? That's right.
1: Well, I loved my playing my piano and teaching piano. I just realized I wasn't cut out for the performance career part, and I married someone who was in the symphony orchestra business so for twenty two years, we moved from bigger orchestra to bigger orchestra and went on tour with the symphony and conductors and It was a very rich life, but it was all about my husband, not me and during that time you know, there was always a voice inside of me saying, you know, I want to do something too. And um, after 22 years, we were divorced. And I kind of landed pretty hard because I never really had the reality of check of having to support myself before. And I struggled. I mean, I had no idea what to do. I was in so much fear that I kept taking job after job. And then hating it and getting so unhappy and I just thought, oh, my God, I can't go on like this. Um, But what happened was I did some spiritual work. I got in touch with who I really am and what I really love Mm -hmm. and it came back to children and teaching and I started from there Um, and that was about eight or nine years ago. So I I had different teaching jobs and tutoring jobs and I got certified to teach English as a second language, um, and then I was living in Aspen as you said it's, it's in Western Colorado and some of the small towns there are really rural and there are no colleges there there's um, there's a two year program. And they're going to be starting a four-year program, but it was at the time there was no four-year program within the two-hour drive. So I started my master's degree online, and every time I had a conversation with a friend or an acquaintance about it, they would say the exact same thing. Oh, yeah, I'd love to get my college degree, but I tried one of those online courses, and it was awful. And And that was just, for me, that was like a thunderbolt. You know, it just went off, and I thought, how awful that so many adults—you know, not just in rural Colorado, but nationwide—if they're not getting access to quality online programs, then that's just really unfortunate. So, that kind of became my message. You know, um, I know how important it is for women to have an education, and to be able to take care of themselves financially. Um, And no one can support themselves any longer on minimum wage. I mean, all those little jobs I took were, you know, at the most $12 an hour. And I couldn't make ends meet. I ended up selling almost everything I owned to -hmm. keep going. So, okay, that was a really long introduction, but that's that's where I am.
0: Actually, that's... Quite fine. And, you know, there are many stories that came out of the sharing. First of all, your flexibility to bounce out of that situation into doing what you're doing now. A lot of women, they allow themselves to be buried in the depression and the sorrow of what they're going through. So it's quite admirable that you were able to take that situation and jump out of it. There is something that I wanted to ask you. You said you came back to what you love. And so that resonates a little bit with me. And I'm imagining you're talking about teaching and the learning experience? Right. Okay, so Um, when did you discover that that was a love for you?
1: Because I've been a lifelong learner. I've never stopped learning. Um... I used to read and read and read and read everything I could get my hands on. And this was all through my teen years and my adult life. Um, And I have actually learned quite a number of different skills, which we won't get into today. But, you know, it's always been a very important part of my life. Right. Um, Yeah. And working with my children, too, of course. I chose to be a stay-at-home mom. uh I really wanted to be a mom. And... And, and we were fortunate that I could stay home. And I love that. I, I was hoping that was going to go on forever, but it doesn't. Yes. Darn it. <laughs> Darn kids grew up.
0: <laughs> oh, they grew up. Yeah. So, you know, it sounds to me, um, Mary Ellen, that you discovered that you had a passion for something from way back when. Yeah. which is something that, you know, kind of resonates with even me too when I think about what I love to do back then. I'm thinking about our audience, our women who may be listening to us right now. That could be a cue that they could tune into to figure out what they love, what is it that they have always loved to do that may have died somewhere along the way, and that maybe be somewhere that they could reference to discover what it is that they love to do, like their passion.
1: We are trained to take care of everybody, everybody else, not ourselves. And I put my husband's needs first and my kids' needs first. And I completely forgot what I liked. Um, mm. It was kind of hard to get at it for a while, but, you know, doing... Any type of mind, body, work, helps, meditation, even going to yoga class, and you know, little bits and pieces start rising to the surface and you start recognizing them.
0: Right. As you know, as I said before, our audience are women, women who may be looking for a life direction, women who may be in need of changes, women who may hate their jobs. Now I know, as you may as well know, that the entrepreneurial journey is not something that is for the faint of heart, and yet it is so rewarding. What can you say to women who may be in that valley of decision, not exactly sure? They may not want to do what they're currently doing. They may be like you, who may have come out of a divorce situation, and they may still be stuck there, not moving out of there, what kind of advice or steps can you possibly provide to these women to get them to move in the direction to where they need to go?
1: Well, I guess first they have to consider what their skill set is and make sure they have that if there's a certain qualification they need before they go out on their own. Uh And um, to try to keep... I mean, if they can't have at least six months or a year money put away, you know, it's really important to keep your day job. And if you're passionate about something, you'll find the energy to work on it on weekends or evenings Um, and never to try to do this alone. I mean, there are so many great women coaches out there. Um, You don't even have to buy into their whole expensive package, you know, just by following them online. And downloading their freebies and reading their books. You know, there are lots of ways to learn, but uh-huh, don't uh-huh. go it alone. You know, find a community of like-minded women either in your town or online and share and pick up as much as you can. You, it, it doesn't cost money to invest to get started, um, but you do want to be able to start money making money as quickly as possible. So having right. a coach, yeah, really helps.
0: Yeah. So in this kind of day and age with the online marketing education and businesses going online, you're right. It takes little to nothing to really get started. And I really love your advice about taking it in bite-sized pieces, like doing maybe a little bit today, a little bit tomorrow, part-time, and in, in pieces. When you got started, Mary Ellen, what was your journey? What were your initial thoughts that got you moving in that entrepreneurial direction?
1: I just am, a, I've always been a creative person and I, the idea of having to be in an office from nine to five just feels so restricting to me and I was also when I, I took some of these corporate jobs, I was creating e-learning courses, for instance. And though I love my work, when I was in the work environment, I was amazed at how little people actually did during the work day. I mean, as you know, when I was getting my master's degree online, I did a lot of work. I'm very self-motivated, very self-directed, and I work really hard. And then I would walk into an office. And see people eating donuts and hanging out, and I mean, you know, I know people have to be social and do that kind of thing, but to me, it just seems like such a huge waste of time. Um, I'd rather do what I love, do it really well, get it over with, and move on to something else. So it's kind okay, of great. the way I am. Yeah. yeah. Right.
0: So now, so you're actually now facilitating online learning and course development. And tell us, who is your audience?
1: My audience is um, women over 40 who are coaches or healers or entrepreneurs, and they don't know how to create an online presence for themselves. I can turn their material or their book or workshop material into an engaging compelling and valuable content. Um, I can also write content for them, do blog posts. I can. I have the software to edit video and audios so that they can post on their websites. Um, you know, one other thing I thought was a lot of counselors and coaches, they always give the same, you know, 20-minute spiel over and over and over. And I thought, you know, why don't we make a video of that once? You can put it on your website. And every time you get a new client, just direct them to listen to that and you don't have to spend that time doing everything repeatedly. So any kind of little thing like that that you can think of that you're always doing over and over, if you can make it easily acceptable, accessible online, you know, that's, that's a bonus thing. Um, and the other thing is with the online... Um, Worlds, we're going to be soon reaching seven billion people online. In, I think by 2020, and that's enormous. You don't have to restrict your audience anymore to, you know, a 20-mile radius. You really are global the minute you get online. It's it's a global audience. Uh-huh. So. Um, a lot of women have no idea how to go about doing this. I do. I'm going to be starting a coaching program um, so that I work. I walk through it with you, and then it's not as expensive as hiring me to do it all for you. Um, but it's. I think it's really important to have someone who has the knowledge and background in learning because. Um, there are certain elements online that are completely different from teaching someone face-to-face. You, know, you, you don't pick up any visual clues when you're um, writing emails with someone. Um, so learning about the etiquette of being online, or the netiquette, as they call it, online is important. And making yourself really accessible, engaging with your clients online There are certain ways that you can do that, that I can help you with. Uh Um, And, you know, I mean, I love doing the whole course from start Uh to finish. Um, But those are really super big projects that take months for me to do. I love working with people and just setting up certain things for them. Like, I'll give you an example. Um, A a healer client of mine who lives in Phoenix. She's decided to put um, eight different topics on her website. Um, so you can go there like a menu and you say, well, I want to learn about this. So you can download the one PDF and video and buy it for you know, $19 or $29. And then when you finish that work, you get an hour-long phone call with her. So, you know, if that's just a particular area you want to work on, it's kind of like just shopping in the store and picking out one thing. This is what I need this week. I can afford $29 to do that, and it doesn't require investing 500 or $1,000 in a course that's going to really tie you up to eight weeks. So but I thought that was a – I think that's a nice way, too to make to start yeah. kind of getting your toe in the online water.
0: Right. Definitely. I, and I, yeah. I want to go back to something you said, which is really important and I hope our listeners caught on to that because this is definitely an online age and we no longer have to focus on the clients that are 20 miles down the road. It, this is a global economy and this is what I am working to get our ladies to understand that They can actually start something right now in the quietude of their own home, something that they can build on a very part-time basis, something like you said, that doesn't have to be very expensive, that they can gradually build that will, over time, produce something residual in terms of income for them, because it's like this, you do the product one time instead of you traveling from country to country or traveling from client to client, you simply record that and have them access that. So that frees up your time and you can sell that. So that's some really good advice that you're giving and some really good tips about how people can get started and hopefully it's opening up some ideas uh, for some of our listeners uh, so that they can begin to get their own ideas of how they can begin their own entrepreneurial journey. Because education doesn't have to be going to a four-year college. They don't have to have a master's degree or a doctorate degree or something like that, you know. There are books and resources that are all over the place now. So really nobody has an excuse.
1: I agree. I agree. And a lot of the learning that's happening right now is informal learning or just-in-time learning. You know, it's something that's going to really help you right now, give you the information you need, and you're going to immediately put it to use. And adults love learning like that. You know, they want it to be of immediate, applicable value to them. Complete. Exactly.
0: So now, Mary Ellen, tell us what your website is so that we could go there and find out a little bit more about what you do. And if there's anyone who would like to get a hold of you,
1: what is the contact information that they would need to use? So I'd love to have anyone get in contact with me. You can find my website at maryellenroth.org, all one word, o r g. And you can find me on Facebook or send me an email, um, MaryEllenRoss at com. So I make it easy for you to find me. And I'd love to, I will absolutely give you a half an hour of my time for free. And we can discuss what you're doing and what you might need. I have tons of resources I mean, as I said, um, as Dr. Gwen introduced me, I have my master's degree in online learning and teaching. So I have literally hundreds of resources at my fingertips for all the technology tools you need and everyone else who's doing a good job that, that would help you as well.
0: Okay, great. So once again, for our listeners, it's Mary Ellen Roth, R-O-T-H dot org. And the email address is Mary R-O-T-H, at gmail.com. Mary Ellen, in closing, what would be one great advice that you would provide for women who are still sitting and thinking about making a move?
1: Just believe that you can do it. You know, we have to love ourselves Mm. and show ourselves the most respect and love and take care of ourselves and trust ourselves because you can do it. You just need to change that mindset from, oh, this is too big, to I can do it, and just take small steps, and before you know it, you're there.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much. And that is great advice. And to our listeners, thank you again for joining us on The Dr. Gwen Show. And we invite you to visit our website at www.thedrgwen.com. Like us on Twitter at The Dr. Gwen, and follow us on Facebook at The Dr. Gwen Show. Thank you, and see you next time.